Starting now, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to welcome to Ahok's uh, Super Ant Removal Services. What we do is that we are pest removal company, and we will help you remove all kind of thing like cockroach, termite, and all kind of ant, all kind of mosquito. Katoa, and katoa, katoa is cockroach. That is my beautiful assistant Angie. And what we do is we get rid of pests. We also kill the lizard for you, and the lizard also will die. All of them will die. <laughs> Call us now at one two three four five six seven. We are registered with Accra and Murderers. You are murderers. <laughs> this is a what? sponsored advertisement <laughs> for Ahok Services. Fire is murder. Killing ants is murder. Chemical weapons. <laughs> Save the earth. Save the whales. Okay, this Save yourself. Environmentalist is called John. He's our chief uh, op- chief uh, operation manager. I don't work here. I'm, <laughs> I'm chained to the desk. <laughs> You're a katsua. L- ladies and gentlemen, thank you for putting up with our nonsense uh, all this while. We are going to change office very soon, so uh, look forward to hearing our next podcast in a totally different place with entirely different audio. But for now, we want to introduce you to a new guest that we have on the show for this particular episode. Hello, my name is Danny. I am uh, the... Uh the host of a different podcast is called the Economical Rice Podcast or the Taipung Podcast, oh. where, I, where I go through the different technicalities of why some days I can charge two fifty or three fifty for three meals. Whoa, 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 Danny, Danny, hold on. What's we, up? We just want to give you a plug, man. I mean, just plug that shit, man. Tell us, a, like, tell our audiences which what's the URL or where can you go to to for Economical Rice? Oh podcast. yeah, yeah. So 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 you can find it at www.economicalricepodcast.com. Mm. Economical Rice exactly is as how it is spelled. Or you can find me on Facebook. Uh, yeah. That's basically where it is. Mm, lovely, so, lovely, question lovely. for you. Mm. What are the dishes that you would order for your Taipung? When you go to the Taipung store? That's a very good question. <laughs> uh, let's see. Normally, it's the, the sweet and sour pork. And then I have chicken drumstick. And then some veggie. Is that the, the most economical choice? No. Mm. <laughs> actually, actually, the drumstick is pretty expensive. Two meat, one rice. You, you, you know how, how this is a sort of like myth? Or going on about like how sometimes the uncle will charge you different prices. Mm. I had that a little bit, eh. and mm. I think I'm kind, of, kind of pissed at it because I, I saw so, so, I saw someone post a picture about it on or, or a video about it on Facebook. I'm like, what? Fuck! I actually got scammed before. <laughs> shit! Shit! Yeah. shit. <laughs> I don't think I've ever experienced that, but I've experienced um, if you if you go at a certain time when certain staff are at work, they will give you more. Uh, yeah. yeah, then they'll give some, some like very, very gamsyap uncle, right, who's at the back of the of the counter, right, they'll give you less. Like maybe yeah. if you go like 5 pm, they'll give you yeah, less. Yeah, you need to recognize the stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Then when 7 pm, the, the younger guys take over, right, ah, then they'll I give think you there's more. also sexist discrimination sometimes when you mm. go to the Taipung stall. If they mm. say that you're a girl, right, they usually give you less rice, and then they'll give you less of the Taipung stuff as well. And mm. then you're like, uh, excuse me. Give me more, please. Sometimes if I smile really sweetly and the auntie, she gives me like more meat. Yes, yes. <laughs> sama, sama, sama. Hey, Disgusting. You know, hey. Disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> you must know how to play. Uh. You must know how to play. Uh. God damn it. I'm going to find an uncle to like smile at <laughs> Okay, well, well, Danny, thank you so much for coming onto the podcast here. We've got a very interesting topic today which we would like you to weigh in on. Uh, because you. all of us here, we are very hot-headed, emotional, gutter cats. And um, from what I've, I've heard from a few of your podcasts, you tend to bring a very rational, uh, logical light 
So we would like you to be the voice of reason on today's podcast. I'll, I'll try my best. Thank you so much for, for bringing me on as a honorary longkang kitty. <laughs> yeah. By the way, what color is your cat? Uh, I don't have a cat, but I like the color blue, so... Okay. Yeah. Russian, <laughs> blue. Russian blue. Russian blue. Do you know that I really love Russian blues and yeah, I, I wanted to too. adopt one? Really? Yes. Man, you should, you should. They're but, gorgeous. Uh. Yeah, but you can't adopt one because there's no none on the streets in Singapore, so you have to buy one. And they cost like a fuck ton. I'm sure there's the abandoned Russian blue at SPCA just waiting for you. If you go down now, it's like there. Yeah, just go head down to CWS, man. Yeah, or go down to CWS or just to see what's inside, you know. You don't have to commit, mm. just have to look. Yeah. Window shopping for cats. Window shopping for cats, correct. Alright, today's topic. <laughs> when is it okay to discriminate? Yeah, or, when is or, it okay to... Or what is you know, When is it okay to just want Russian blue cats? Because they're so picky. <laughs> Any cat is a good cat, right? You know, you know, John, when you... Okay, so basically when John... Uh, okay, I'm not introducing a topic per se, but I think uh, I had a lot of fe- feelings when I saw you type that, uh, uh, you know, thing into the thread, into the WhatsApp, into the, sorry, the Facebook Messenger group. Because I, I, have my, I myself have not found a good definition for discrimination or, or prejudice in action. You know, I, I don't know, you know, your, your, your thing about, oh, you know, I... I prefer girls that are fair and they're soft and you know that I mean is that discrimination if I only open up my my doors to to people of a particular color particular race so that's the question that we are asking today though like what is so the genesis of this question right came about when a friend of mine she said that she will only date Asian men and uh, someone made the claim that that was sexist and I said no that's not sexist because uh, sorry that's not racist not sexist racist uh, so I made I, I counted and I said no. That's, that's also not. sexist, right? Because she's not dating girls. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I think Angie, you got the you hit the nail on the head, la, with that. So the, of course, naturally you can you can defer it into whatever other categories you want. La. You might call it preferences. You might call it whatever. Um, but at the end of the day, it's, it is discrimination, and I think we discriminate all the time. We just don't sound it out. As often as we would like And then it, Now The word discrimination Carries this heavy Negative connotation The question that I want to pose To everybody today is When is it okay To discriminate Because I'll just throw I'll just throw An example out here Right now Which will set the tone For the rest of the Conversation uh. So let's say For instance There's a woman right? She needs to go And see a gynecologist And the gynecologist That's assigned to her Is a male gynecologist And she said No I, I'm not comfortable I want a female gynecologist I think I don't think there's anybody on this table that will say that yeah you know she's in the wrong or whatever. I think that's a pretty fair request to be made. Certainly, I think most people can empathize. What if we swap gender for race? What if she say no? I don't want a Malay gynecologist. I only want an Indian gynecologist. Would that be? Would that still be all right? Speaking as the only person here who has to see a gynecologist. <laughs> I think it's very important that you find a person that you are very comfortable with. Uh, how often do you get your genitals examined here? I mean, all of you. Do I you examine go for, mine every single day. Like, by someone else who is not I, your girlfriend. I have never, I've never got it examined before. <laughs> so you guys have never gone for, like, STD tests or anything like that? No. Really? But in the army, they, 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 they watch your balls jiggle. Yeah, but even STD tests, they don't mm. check your... I mean... They do, like, take a no, look No, for it. me, it's the blood test, lah. But okay. then again, you know, we're for for male genitalia is out there. 
Yeah. So they can just take a look and they don't have to and do be like, okay, oh god, anymore. you have cauliflowers, you have something. Yeah, so you know, they, they can just look without touching, but for female genitalia, it's a bit more difficult. Yeah, and I think it's very important that you have a gynecologist, for example, that you're comfortable with, or any medical professional, because if you're not comfortable exposing yourself, then there might be problems that you would not want to bring up with someone you're uncomfortable with and then you might not have your problems diagnosed and that could lead to further complications down the road. So I think in um, in this kind of uh, areas where you are the paying customer, I, I believe that you have uh, the choice to discriminate and also like um, it's not always you're discriminating based on sex or race or whatever. It could just be that you're uncomfortable with this particular person and then he just happens to be whatever, whatever, right? All right, let me throw another monkey wrench in here. So then the gynecologist portion, I think, is quite a big giveaway. La. I mean, hmm. when it comes to genitals, usually it's a bit of a sensitive hmm. topic. Because modesty is involved, right? Yes, correct. <coughs> but then let's say I'm just this old fella. Let's say Jerry. He's 300 years old. <laughs> hey, what the fuck? He, he got his GP card. <laughs> and he needs to see doctor at the polyclinic knocks on the door bam Dr. Kuma and he's like no Dr. Kuma I, I want a uh, Chinese doctor uh, <laughs> for no particularly good reason but I just want a Chinese doctor then you know what what, what do we say about that because I mean we're just swapping race in either cases man. so with in the in, in, in NG's defense I mean the the, gyne- the gynecology portion, I can sort of understand that maybe you just want someone that you're comfortable with, you prefer, you have some in-group preference or whatever, but then if it's just a regular doctor, a trip to the doctor, would the discrimination that occurs here be okay? Again, I say like as a paying customer, you have the right to discriminate, but in a polyclinic, it's subsidized. So you're given whoever the fuck is there and available, right? Uh, but if you have your own um, private physician, you can choose who to go to and then you can choose who to pay. So I don't see a big fucking problem here. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And 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 to that, to add to that, I think I think a lot of times when you 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 have a preference for like a certain doctor or something, it has to be recognized that when when you choose someone else, especially in a polyclinic setting, right, you have to bear some kind of cost. It's like, for example, if if you if you book an appointment for like months in advance, and suddenly you go there and you say, okay, I don't like. Then if they, if they want to arrange someone else for you, it's to take another few months. But you 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 have to go and. You're bed, the one bed. paying the consequences. Okay, exactly. Okay. I, to I, I totally agree. It is within your right to do such a thing, but you are racist. Like, that's all I can say. Yeah, <laughs> 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 yeah it's within your right. Yeah, I I don't wanna I don't wanna Indian I wanna Chinese doctor. Can, but you are racist. Right? Does that make sense, though? No? I don't Agreed. know. Um, <laughs> like I think I do know people of my dad's generation, and even my dad, who would probably be like that. For example, they would uh, not be comfortable, you know, talking to a doctor who is not Chinese because a they are not very fluent in English and they might not understand what the doctor is saying if they are not, you know, uh, fluent in Chinese or Mandarin. And secondly, they also have like a set of cultural expectations. For example, you know, in Chinese medicine, the TCM and things like that, right? You know, like there's the concept of the yin and yang and the heatiness and all that kind of stuff. So people who are not uh, ver- well versed in these sorts of things might not understand what they're talking about you know when I talk about those things funny personal experience for a very long time my family doctor is Indian uh, retired probably passed away already but he's a good doctor and the doctor speaks exactly what Angie was saying just now he he, he knows that the line of talk ah don't eat too heaty stuff ah. yeah know, are you Vedic right or something like that no, oh, no, no, he no. Just he's, knows he's, a, he's a doctor. He's just yeah. like a Western doctor, MBBS, everything, mm. you know. And he does day surgeries and so on. So he he actually talks to my parents in Hokkien. 
Mm. Like when my parents go, when I was very young, I follow my parents to go, when they go see a doctor, he talks to my parents in Hokkien. And he will talk to us sometimes in Mandarin, sometimes a mixture of Hokkien. So, so let me put this question to you. If he did not speak Hokkien or Mandarin, mm. or like he didn't understand all these kind of hikines or whatever, would your mm. parents still be as uh, comfortable and be with him as... Probably would not go to this doctor. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm talking about. I think there's that level of comfort that um, is involved with these sorts of um, connections. All right, let me prod Dan a little bit. He prod <laughs> <laughs> him with an electric kettle prod. <laughs> He's fucking on edge. I can see him fidgeting. <laughs> He's waiting to go. But I want to, I want to sucker punch him a little bit first. Okay, okay. Please go ahead, sir. Please go ahead. So, you mentioned that the, this uh, Jerry <laughs> going to the GP demanding a Chinese doctor is a racist. But well within his rights to do so. Yes. So, is the woman who demand a female gynecologist sexist then? Uh, no, because modesty involved and modest, modesty trumps these issues, uh, right? Just like how Angie is talking about, oh, you know, the doctor doesn't understand me, that's why I need a different doctor of a different ethnicity because of communication issues. So that also trumps the, the you know, being racist. By the way, uh, my right? gynecologist is an old Indian man. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Don't call me a racist because I've shown my gender. No, I'm not, I'm not calling you guys racist. I'm just, I'm just saying, you know, if yes. you are a person who, who has cultural expectations, yeah. yes. But if you are have um, is communication issues or modesty issues, that's 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 fine. I think does that make sense? Yeah, I know. But the wouldn't you say that? Okay, so hmm. you mentioned that their preference still maintains, but they are mm-hmm. racist. Mm-hmm. So in this case, the woman her preference still maintains, but is she sexist? Wouldn't st- wouldn't we still label her as a sexist just by virtue of disqualifying a person uh, for being a male? That means she, this guy is highly qualified. Like, he's right, just right, as qualified as the right. female doctor, right? It's just that she doesn't want a male doctor up there. Okay. So, right? it's, a, it's a modesty issue again, right? Isn't it? Then, this is a modesty issue. So, I you, don't want... see as, you don't see that as sexism at all? Not at the, not, not yet. <laughs> all right. No, I, I just want to prod you a little bit more. Okay, okay, to... okay now my turn to prod you. Sure, can you, let's can you... <laughs> <laughs> Why are you guys prodding each other? Okay, okay. So, um, I think the reason why I feel uncomfortable in this podcast is also because when you put that that threat of discrimination up, I couldn't find a good way to define discrimination that is well rounded and uh, you know, appeases me. So maybe for the both of all of you here, what is your own personal definition of discrimination? Maybe I go first. Like, um, if you deprive a human being of like basic necessities and basic social uh, requirements based on the fact that they are different, then that is discrimination. But that, that is, I'm, not, I'm not happy with this, this, uh, this uh, definition, but that's what I'm working with for now. So tell me what you guys' definition are. Maybe Danny, you have, a, you have an economic point of view regarding discrimination. <laughs> I think there's some, there's some aspect of like, economic studies that specifically deals with subjects like this, right? Yeah, I mean, we, we, we can go into this later when we talk about the, 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 uh, the other uh, case the example. Of it, yeah. yeah, 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 talking about like the Christian Baker and stuff. But when you're, when you're talking about the definition, and I think it's, it's quite interesting, Dan was talking about, about this just now. I, I find it quite interesting, you, 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 you thought that there could be like exceptions. Because, because mm. discrimination, right? And, and I have this right in front of me. Uh, from mm. the Merriam-Webster dictionary definition. <laughs> well, you can't very prepared, okay, yeah. Shit, there's like two sheets of paper with notes on it. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, Holy okay. shit. <laughs> I got Google. Okay, okay, if, if you want to look at the technical definition, okay, it literally okay. just means uh, uh-huh. pointing out a difference. Or the act... Okay, so definition number one. Act of, act of making or perceiving a difference. 
Definition number two, the quality of the quality or power of finely distinguishing, or the definition number three, three A, the act, practice, or an instance of discriminating categorically rather than individually. So this is what we're talking about, you know, racism, sexism, etc. And three B, prejudice or pre, uh, prejudicial outlook, harm, uh, action or treatment. Okay. So I think, and 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 when it comes to the definitions, right? And I think it's it's, it's a, for, for especially for for racism, sexism, all these kind of things. And, and, and when you draw the ethical line, okay, so this is an interesting interesting point to look at. Do you think it is okay to hold a prejudice, uh, but, but, then, but then if you don't act it out, do you think that's okay? Or do you think it, it is still wrong that you have like a preju- uh, you know, prejudiced thoughts? You still think that, oh, you know, maybe this race is bad or that race is bad. But then you don't act it out. I'm personally of the mind that so long as you don't act it out, in this particular instance, uh, I don't really care. Because actually, I think Dan will agree with me that we are all basically inherently uh, biased in some way or shape or form. Uh. You, you, cannot, you cannot get rid of it. Sometimes, it just happens. I'll describe to you all a racist moment that happened to me yesterday. <laughs> so, I, I don't know if I'll cut this out, but it's like fucking terrible. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I went to a friend's house and uh, so I went, I went to the condo and just, just before you enter the, the, the lift lobby, there was a group of people waiting uh, to, be, to be let in. By one of the residents in the house, <coughs> so there's a big group. There's about uh, seven or seven people, and they're all Indian. And I just as- automatically assume they're one big group. It was only later when I entered the lift, right? Then I realized they're actually three separate groups. So, and it, it sort of, it sort of struck me as to how I simply jumped to conclusions without really even thinking about it. But the problem is, it's not something that I consciously thought about. When I, I mean, it's not something that I consciously string together like pieces of clues or whatever that form the opinion that they are one group. It's just instinct. It's just boom, they are like one group just because they are all of, of one race. You see, I'm not so. But the 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 portion that I think might construe might be construed as racism would be if I were to see a group of Chinese people, right? I probably won't think the same way. Now, of course, this is a fucking minor point. Right? It's really nothing to bring home about it's not like the most terrible thing in the world but I find that the thought process in my head at that point in time was fairly interesting it just went boom conclusion along the way I realized shit there are actually three separate groups why did I come to that conclusion I don't know because hmm. <clears throat> you're racist your assumption is your assumption that they are together is uh, probably defined by what you experienced previously you see I don't know about that is it like and I think that's the part that of, of Danny's uh, questioning that I find a bit disturbing where if you were to hold all these thoughts in your head without knowing that you hold all these thoughts in your head, do you still have them in your head? Like if, like you say, like, if it's just... If it's just uh, so deep. Ex- <laughs> it's pretty Inception stuff here, man. If, if, the, just, if uh, the tree falls in the forest <laughs> and nobody hears it, did the tree actually fall? If nobody hears the forest, is the forest actually there? But I think I think this is this is also you, you have to look at it from the point of view where like what Danny was saying that you know if you have a seed of it in your mind, but you don't act out on it, or rather you don't you don't like go and point at some other ethnicity and and shout things, are you are you still are you are you not racist? You know, mm. 
I think the older I get, the less and less ide- idealized I become. I think the fact that if you don't act on it very good already, uh, let's not talk about the prejudice. I very low expectations of the human race. Yeah. And, and the reason why, why, why I wanted to bring this up, right, is because like normally when we talk about racism and, and you know, sexism, all this, we're to- looking at specific instances where it exists, right? This is where we, we don't want to see happening in society. This is where we, we consider morally abhorrent. It's when people act out, you know, their 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 racial or their sex their their sexist prejudices and stuff like that. Mm. But then it is important to, to to separate whether it is just in the mind, if if it's okay to have it in the mind, or, or you know, which one is wrong. I mean, is it both wrong or is it? If I were to invent this machine where I just strap it onto your forehead and then it just has this running screen of what you're thinking at the moment, oh no, all of us would be fucked. Okay, I'll be, I'll be sent to jail. Just just coming here earlier just now, like I was walking through Chinatown and there were like fuck loads of tourists, families, whatever, blocking up the fucking ex- escalator. Like the the kind of thoughts that ran through my head. <laughs> If I were to be judged for them, I would be in jail for a very long time, you know? Oh, but see, that's that's the thing. But if you're thinking, motherfucking tourists, that's okay. But if you but, shout but, that... But no, no, if you shout that, it's okay as you well. You mean like motherfucking... Chinese tourists or motherfucking tourists. Japanese tourists or whatever, then you have a problem, right? Yeah, but, of course I was doing that lah. Okay. I mean, and, and it was it wasn't just that. It was like motherfucking kids who like fucking like you know parents who let their kids loose on the escalators and then like let them try to take their first steps on the fucking escalators. That's, that's fine. That's fine. That's like, fine. That's fine. You know, like what in the what? Like okay, I mean, if you were to broadcast all the shit that I was saying to them in my mind hypothetically, or right, MG, come down before you get sent to jail for yeah, real. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> it's like. I mean, I think we all have these thoughts. As long as you don't like actually push them down the stairs, even though you like imagine yourself doing that, I think it's fine. Because you know the line between reality and imagination. Uh, are we all comfortable with Danny's uh, definition though? Yeah. Yes. I think well, then you're not right, are you? No, that means then, in that case, everybody, everybody discriminates in that case. Yeah. Everybody does discriminate. To, to yeah. be fair, that, 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 is, that is exactly the point I was going for. Is that everyone, to some degree, you have your preferences, you discriminate yeah. one way or another. Like, when I told you that I like to drink tiger beer, yeah, then... You, are dis- this discrimination like, you were like, why drink tiger beer when you can drink craft beer? You were judging me. Okay, so in yeah, this case... Why, why drink tiger beer when you can drink... So now seriously? some discriminations matter more than others all of a sudden, really. Yes. Okay. Yes. So, okay, so if you want, we can frame the discussion around that. I don't mind. You know, let's do that. It's fine. Okay. Dan is backed up in the corner. First, first bristling. We are poking him with like sticks. Satay sticks. I don't know, man. He's all poofed up. Poofy Dan. Well, I'm actually very curious as to why Dan um, this uh, strikes you so hard. Maybe it's because I'm I'm secretly like deep down inside I discriminate all the time, but I don't want to make that part of my identity. That's why I'm uncomfortable. Maybe, yeah. So I'm uncomfortable with my own identity. That's why. Is I, it because you're also idealistic? Yeah, maybe. Don't know. Yeah, you're, you're a dreamer. You're you're just a nice guy with nasty thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> and you don't want people to know your nasty thoughts, right? Maybe maybe, maybe yeah. I think that's exactly it, Jerry. Yeah. It's called compensating. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Maybe this is what they usually call virtue signaling. Mm. What's that? What's that? Virtue signaling. John, please explain this. Uh, basically, you're just sounding off on certain moral issues, but you're either you don't really believe in it because mm. you're a hypocrite, or it really doesn't matter, and or you're just outright 
uh, fabricating uh, portions of the the moral agency that you're talking about. Mm. Yeah. So I, mean, I like the like the homophobic gay man yeah, yeah, syndrome. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's a gay man, but he's homophobic. Yeah, he's like he's like in because he no, cannot no, no, accept no. that portion of himself. No, 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 no. That's no. that's not that's not the case. Oh, okay, um, okay. okay, I give y'all a, I give y'all an example that will sure row your up. Okay. okay, so okay. y'all will fucking hate me for this. Let's go, let's go. I hate you so, already. <laughs> remember our um sex robot education, a uh, sex robot episode, yeah, the pedophile episode. Yeah, so the pedophile episode, right? So to me. When you guys were so-called defending the pedophile, we, even though they didn't do anything, that means the pedophile that hasn't acted out upon his impulses, to me that was virtue signaling. Because I don't think that you guys really believe that pedophiles need defending. You all were just sort of arguing against me. So I, so that's an example of it, I think. I don't, <laughs> I don't think we were defending pedophiles. Signal. I think we were defending the notion of thought crime. You try more time to, to define it which virtue signaling. I think another way you can put it is like trying to score moral points. Alright, let's, let's Google okay. this shit. Yeah. Okay. Virtual signaling is the conspicuous expression of moral values done primarily with the intent of enhancing standing within a social group. Ah, okay. Okay, 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 okay. okay. <laughs> 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 on a moral level. Yes. Yeah, Kesia on a moral level. That makes it so much easier, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I, I don't think in this Sing case... Uh, so efficient. Yeah, I don't think in this case Dan is virtual signaling, though. I, I, don't, I don't necessarily think that he's trying to improve his own social standing. I think he's just... Very very conflicted. <laughs> yes, I'm a bit conflicted. Yeah, yeah. I mean, now that I've interacted with you for a bit, right? You must have realized that at some point, I just don't give a shit about a lot of things. I really don't care. Like for example, like some of the stuff that you guys care about. For instance, having a all Chinese podcast, for example, like mm. and the insistence that we brought we brought on some other racial minorities onto the podcast. Like I don't care about that. Mm. I will talk about any subject that I want. You see, I don't care about having the need to appeal to a certain group or that I'm discriminating. Like, I'm, I will be fine with an all-male group and discriminate against NG. <laughs> <laughs> you already do that. But, but you don't feel the slightest bit uncomfortable if, let's say, we are all-male group and our topic for our podcast is abortions. You don't no, feel... not at all. I will not feel a, any tinge of whatever. I'm not surprised. Bastard. I think, I think a, a, a worst, worst case scenario would be it was all male and then except for NG and then we just talk about NS. Because that would be like excluding the... the, the yeah, well, they've done that before actually. We've just never had the episode for some reason. <laughs> Did we? I can't remember. Uh, yeah, I was going on about like how guys would never shout out about their NS experiences and then you, are, you yeah, guys started talking about, about NS experiences. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's proving my point. But um, mm. I think I would be okay with that, you know, because... I think that's the entire point of conversation and what I enjoy about conversation as well is that you can listen to what other people have experienced and then, you know, um, kind of absorb that into your own personal, how do you call that, psyche. Taking the viewpoints of others, uh, of experience that other people have gone through, even though you've not lived through it yourself, but then knowing how they felt about it and what how the world works in other people's eyes and things like that. And I think that's a very important thing to have. Okay. Yeah. Um, just to okay, not ready to deviate, but how deeply have all the all of you 
internalized the 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 shared national belief of multi multiculturalism and and uh, you know being not racist. So so there's this rhetoric that's going around. Okay, this this rhetoric is not ground up. It's it's bot it's top down. It's a state rhetoric that okay our country is fucking multiculturalism if you do anything to upset this balance it is a crime now bear in mind it's not a moral crime it is a crime against the law you will go to jail yeah. right how, how much have you internalized this because sometimes i feel like when i see racism happen like in my mind this is part of me that says huh you 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 need to go to jail <laughs> how, how much how, how, how do you guys feel regarding that i actually i don't really think about it i don't necessarily judge an individual by the color of their skin but I, I do have to say that I don't but this is also reinforced by the idea that I don't even think there's such a thing as multiculturalism I think we are all working towards a monoculture by compromising certain aspects of our own individual culture so that's the only way for any separate group of people to live together so I think multiculturalism is sort of a myth um, I don't think it really exists. We all have to compromise in order to, to share a space. And that compromise right, will result in the erosion of your own culture. But together we are forming a new culture. And I think that should be the goal. That we form a Singapore culture rather than we are all remain distinct. I slightly differ from your view in the fact that you're defining like the kind of Singapore experience as a monoculture. But like I think the whole point about multiculturalism in Singapore anyways is that um, we've got all these different factions of people and different races and religions and whatever the hell it is right uh, and we live side by side and yes we do eradicate some parts of our culture that are like you know very difficult to get along with or whatever right and you have to tolerate certain things for example uh, you know during the seventh month uh, the Chinese people will burn their shit everywhere and then you know got ashes everywhere and the air smells like fabulous smoke <laughs> Um, for me, but not for other people, right? Um, and and you know, for example, uh, we have funerals at the void decks, and and the Malay people have weddings at their void decks. Um, but that is still multiculturalism, but constrained, right? Because we have to tolerate that, and I think that is um, not monoculturalism because you still exist in your own um, culture, only that it exists within a larger culture. Yeah. Jerry, Danny, then. Yeah, so um, actually, this is, gonna, this is gonna sound a little weird, but I agree with both John and Angie. Holy <laughs> shit, we've got new Jerry oh now! <laughs> but, but, at the same, but, but, but at the same time, I disagree on some issues as well. Okay. So, so, so when Dan brought up the issue of like how we have this multicultural Singapore and stuff, I think when he asked, do you, how much do you internalize? I think the better question is, how much do you think it is institutionalized? Because you, you, you have to recognize that the Singapore government, they put a lot of effort into making sure that we are one harmonious society where all the races can live together. You can see this through like the HDB quotas. You can see this through you know, public schooling. You can see this through NS and stuff like that. So it's not really the case that we, 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 are, you know, we, have, we are making the choice of compromising and living among other races. But it's, there is some degree of force in that. Yeah. I do feel that the force is in some ways justified. Mm. Because I'm looking at all the um, countries overseas where they do have like lot large enclaves of uh, a particular race or religion, and and then you see the the sort of rising tensions that have been going on uh, in many parts of the world where you know all these uh, neighboring sort of factions, if you like, 
are um, going head to head against one another because they don't know enough about each other's practices and they don't have that sort of tolerance that is brought up since young. Um, yeah. At times, as uh, if you look at all the different different enclaves uh, of immigrants in, say, a place like the US or even the UK. Uh, a lot of times they carry over their old uh, ethnic rivalry to to the new country that they live in and um, say for example the Serbs and the, the Slavs and the, the what was the other one Bosnians they will they will fight it out on the streets because you know um, they've been fighting since the 90s but now it's, it's getting a lot better obviously but but they do they do tend to bring their old rivalries over and I think given Singapore's uh, history we we you know, based on all the different racial riots that we have, uh, I guess that's probably one of the things that the government does. The strong arm, like, ah, oh, you guys are gonna fucking live together. <laughs> Remember the, the 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 t-shirt of the parent that the parent put the two squabbling siblings in the same t-shirt. Uh, our get along shirt. I, I think mm-hmm. the government is trying to do that to us. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a consistent theme on our podcast, Danny, where we compare the government to. Uh, uh, a parent, uh, uh, a, a mother, yeah, and, a father. It's a wonderful analogy because this is exactly what, what Singapore is to, to its citizens, right? Like, yeah. like the, the nanny state or paternal state, yeah, I should say. But I, I, I mean, I, I've, when I was young, my mother used to you know, discipline me. Like she would hit me or she would use the cane if I don't eat my vegetables. Yeah. And uh, now that I'm an adult, I, I'm grateful for that. You know, I'm so glad that she did it. You know what I mean? Do you look at vegetables and remember how you used to be hit? No, no my, my, the heating didn't work. My mom is a nurse, so she's like, so a, she's like, a, oh, you don't eat your vegetables, it's fine, no? Then you just, you know, have colon cancer, and then you will have a bag outside your stomach with shit and piss inside. And that was actually what made me, not the kidney, yeah, it's not the kidney. PTSD looking at problems. <laughs> you show me these pictures, you know, in last time it's Reader's Digest. Right. Oh, pictures. Then really, this guy, what? Fucking hell! He has a bag with shit outside. He just walk around with a bag of shit because his colon got cancer. They had to remove it. Then I was like, okay, I'm eating all my fucking vegetables. And I, I even though that was a traumatic experience for me, the the result is is good. Objectively, it was a good thing. So it makes it very hard for me to to you know in my usual rebellious state to to say bad things about this top down policy when it actually, in my opinion, it actually works. Yeah, but but you you see uh, the the. You have to think about the reason why we have these like sort of top-down policies in the first place. Why why is it that you know your mom has to keep asking you to, to eat vegetables? It's because as a kid you don't want to eat one, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? So when you think about like all these uh, multi visual multiculturalism, if you leave us just to be and you leave us free, naturally you know we we will tend to go and um, I would say congregate among our own communities. Yeah, you can see, and Jerry brought this up with the immigrants also. It's been documented in, in Europe or US when the, when the immigrants come over, they, you know, they, they practice their own culture, they stay among their own enclaves and stuff like that. Right. So, so there, there, is, there is some, some truth in when, when you say that you know, how much of this uh, racism or whatever is internalized. It's because we have our own you know, racial discriminations or preferences or, or whatever. You know, it's quite natural, I should say. As, you, know, you could even call it like a survival instinct in some, some sense. Huh? All right. I think we sort of digress a little bit already. Let's go back to... To Christian Bakery. Christian Bakery. That was a great example. I really like that example. You should bring it up so that audiences can... So, um, a couple of years back, there was a Christian Bakery that refused uh, to bake a cake for a gay couple. And then the gay couple in turn sued the, the bakery for a shitload of money. I can't remember how much, but they were forced to pay by a judge. And then... Is this in Singapore? Or no, the in the US. Yeah. So then, of course... 
this one with a lot of the with a lot of liberals they, they will probably they will either be either ambivalent they don't really care or they will feel like you know this is a victory for the gay community perhaps but what happens if we so this is also a form of discrimination uh, you're discriminating against the homosexual community but what happens if you flip it around can a can a bakery that's maybe owned by two gay guys or two lesbian women refuse service to a Christian couple because just by virtue of them being Christian. I, I, I think there was another reverse case of this recently where uh, this this guy, this literal Nazi in the US, he named his kid Adolf. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, he's, he's like, he, he's like freaking, he's like out there Nazi, man. He, he dresses up in Nazi uniforms. But he's liberal, but he's Nazi. No, 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 no. He's, he's like a oh. out and out Nazi. He's oh, like... A fascist, com- fascist. Fascist, yeah. He's completely, he's completely off the charts retard, you know, okay. basically. Okay. So there's discrimination right there. <laughs> and um, he went to a cake shop to get a cake baked for his kid. And none of the cake, none of the bakeries would do it because he wants he wants the bakeries to put like you know um, swastika, swastika, fascist and all the, symbols, all the fascist symbols, and and he actually went to court for it. I think I'm not sure if he won or anything. Yeah, so that's kind of like close to what you were saying. Yeah, I think they should have the right to discriminate. I believe that you know if you're a business owner, you can choose to serve whoever you want to serve and as the person who's getting the service you can go to you can jolly well just go right down the street and get another baker if this baker refuses to serve you why do you want to make someone who hates you for who you are uh, make you a cake for your wedding and pay him for the service like are you fucking nuts that's actually the first uh, first impression that came to me when I saw the I read the article uh, my thinking is yes, I I understand in America the distances you have to cover is very far. Maybe that's the only no. I I, I mean I get why. Like for example, yeah. if you're in a red state yes, and then you're yes. gay and then everywhere around you, uh, you know they just refuse that's service right. to you. That's right. But like I don't know. My, get out my, of there. Yeah, my feeling is can't you get your friend to bake for you? <laughs> Or just don't have a cake. Have a donut, maybe. Yeah. I mean, I mean like, if you're gay in a, in a, in a place where they, they hate gays, right? Why are you still there? Exactly. Move just just yeah. move. Take a Greyhound bus, get to the next state who loves oh, it. It's, it's, it's not as easy as that. It's not as easy as that. But I'm, I'm just thinking... I'm, like, I'm just saying that if you're li- living in a state where every around, everyone around you, uh, around you uh, is discriminating against you, they hate you, they think you're going to burn in hell because you're having butt sex... Then why are you there? You're just gonna so be really sure, yeah. unhappy. <laughs> yeah. You're just gonna be. Okay, I'm gonna throw another monkey wrench in here. I'm gonna make life difficult for all of y'all. <laughs> so gay and Christian bakeries are too easy. <laughs> and this one will also, I think, tie into probably some portion that Danny can can speak about. What happens if you are a monopoly? Okay, you monopolize a certain service or goods in a particular region. Okay, let's say for example internet service. Alright. Or okay, internet service may be a bit iffy so because it might be counted as utility, but something along those lines are you understand what I'm saying, right? So like a uh not just a uh something that you don't need is is like a required service. So it could be anything, like, I mean it really could be anything. Can we just talk about aircons? But, but the the, the problem is you are you monopolize the whole fucking industry, right? In a given you know, like 200 kilometer radius or whatever okay. okay and it's just going to be extremely inconvenient for you to go outside of this radius right i mean just because you go outside the radius doesn't mean you'll find a service that you want or is up to your standard 
and this particular person right fucking hates insert X gays Christians hates women hates John hates whomever okay is it still okay for this person to discriminate yeah so awkward silence <laughs> <laughs> we're thinking I, I'm, I'm waiting I'm waiting for the moment where the word power is going to come to our conversation I... so come on who's going to go first well, if okay, let me go first. Oh then. shit, Angie! <laughs> Stumble words. <laughs> no, let me go first. I'm I'm thinking in this in the event that this person has so much um, monopoly over such a wide range area range. Uh, for example, if he discriminates against insert X, whatever it is, I'm pretty sure that there will be a significant amount of customers uh, who will object to this sort of discrimination and once they object to the discrimination in large enough numbers right for whatever x is being discriminated against then uh most of these sorts of large corporations will have no choice but to t- um you know roll back their discrimination or uh there will be a chance for a second uh company to come in and take uh you know control yeah, but that's just sort of a that's just sort of a rollover effect, like. I mean, I I know what you're saying mm-hmm. that you're just assuming that we allow discrimination to happen, and then the consequences of such actions will have to be brunt by the company by the said company, lah. The of course, not say I disagree with you, but going back to the original point where is is this sort of dis- discrimination allowed to begin with? Because actually, you can ins- like the if let's say for example you insert X here, right, and it could be it could be a minority to the point where it's so insignificant right that no one cares about so let's say lizard, people who think they're lizard people <laughs> like you you <laughs> like mean me, yeah, like, fucking lizard person yeah so I'm just not going to sell bottled water to people who think they're lizard people and everywhere <laughs> you cannot buy bottled water in this 200km radius anymore if you imagine you're a lizard person I mean, this is an extreme example and there's a hypothetical, comical one. Oh, it's a good example though because yeah. now you're talking about a minority which is so powerless that they're... And you're s- selling an essential product uh, yeah. like which is water. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are your feelings, Danny? Uh, because this is also quite yeah. economical, right? Yeah. So, so, so honestly, I, I think, right, you know, you know what what Angie said earlier. It was is correct, la. Basically, if you if you are discriminatory as a producer, you have to incur costs in terms of like, but this this in in terms of like you know maybe the customers will, will do a backlash or or you know they will not they will not continue to go to your business or something like that. And even in the case of a monopoly, right, it is not so hard to imagine that you know they will lose some market power. Maybe there will be a boycott, and maybe some other competitor comes up, right. So so in that case, in that case, you know the the. The, the unfairness will sort of be justified in the long run uh, you, and you get some sort of like equilibrium but but the thing is it depends also on the degree of the of the minority right mm. because if, if it's like for example if, if you're talking about like discrimination against gays then there are enough people in America for example in America that care about gays to, to, 
to you know boycott and uh, protest against this company. Yes, then 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 they will do something about it. But if it's like some tiny tiny proportion, oh, it doesn't of, of even people, need to be a tiny proportion. Just take what's happening in Myanmar right now, the Rohingyas, mm-hmm. right? How do you pronounce it? Rohingyas, uh, yeah. Rohingyas, right? Like they're not a small number of people. Like just numbers wise, mm-hmm. um, but the sort of discrimination and um, cruelty that they faced uh, is disproportionate. Like you know. I've been reading reports and I've been looking at pictures and like there is almost no backlash from the people of Myanmar because they don't feel like uh, they give a shit, really. Uh, and so in this case, you know, for but, example... But there is backlash from the rest of the world, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, but that doesn't help the Rohingyas, <laughs> right? They're still being burnt and raped and like, you know, killed. Mm. So, yeah, I mean, we've got that. I think it's generally when when monopolies. I'm gonna bring the power into it in the case. Yeah, monopolies. Anything that is too powerful is automatically too dangerous. Um, just but just going back because right now when I bring up the uh, example of the Rohingyas, it's not really like a uh, a company, right? Or yeah, business. It's a state. It's a state. Yeah. So and and so that that is different. But if I'm not wrong, there are very different laws governing. Um, let's say like a small business, like an LLP or whatever, versus a large company, right? Um, if I'm not wrong. Are there? Regarding what? Like discrimination um, practices? Discrimination practices. Actually, okay, so I'll, I'll bring another point now. This one is also... This one is more real-world example. La. Actually, by right, I think for a lot of places, there's, there's supposed to be anti-discrimination laws. Uh, I don't know about in Singapore, but in Australia, that especially there is so. Uh, usually, they try to protect, like for example, the Aboriginals and so on and so forth. But, of course, they cannot just make it implicitly about race. La. They also make it about gender, age, for example. But across the board, right, you will see discrimination anyway. And these are all small, small cases, right, that sort of com- that sort of piles up. So a good example would be preferential uh, um, costs, I mean, sorry, preferential uh, prices for certain group of people when they go to the movies, right? So if you use DBS Bank in, here in Singapore, we get a preferential price. In Australia, if you're using, a, if you have a student card, you have a preferential price. So all this is also discriminatory practices. Right? That happens on a scale so small right, that we just let it slip by us all the fucking time. And it and it goes on and on, right? You're NS, you're in NS, you get you, you, you get to eat at uh, fish and co for discount price. Uh, there was a backlash against that, right? Yeah, then, because it only happens during uh, uh the weekdays. Week yeah. <laughs> yeah. So all these all these are also discriminatory discriminatory practices which you know just occurs on a day by day basis, ah, and that's, that's why I don't agree with that definition of discrimination. But that's not the point. The, the, the point is that the, the the definition of the word discrimination, right, doesn't matter. You can talk about, like I said, we can categorize it as though it's just a preference, or we can categorize it as though it's just something else. But the moment you swap DBS card holder with, for example, men, then you got a problem, correct? Right so then, there's so then it's discrimination. So the 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 whole the whole the whole premise remains just the factor change. Okay, let's just maybe we okay let's move on from corporations because I don't think we are getting anywhere <laughs> at the moment to to talking about actual discrimination based on looks. You guys are all attached here, I assume. Right or Mary? Last time check. Last you check. <laughs> so I and and for a very long time, right? Most of you have been in relationships for like the past couple of years. 
right? So you've never experienced all the dating services like Tinder and OkCupid, blah, blah, blah. You've never done the swipe right, swipe left. No. So basically, right, the whole premise of all these apps is that you're discriminating based on how this person looks. And then like, you know, especially for Tinder where you don't even get very much of a blurb or, or whatever. You just look at their face or their race or whatever it is, their their size, their height, all these things, their fashion sense. And you discriminate immediately. You're like, I look at guys and I keep swiping left. I'm like, no, 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 no. Right? That's just discrimination. And... Now you're making yeah. me feel like a bad guy for wanting a hot girl. All right. <laughs> like uh, if is a it girl... my fault I want to have a hot girl for a girlfriend no like imagine if uh, if like okay oh my god I'm gonna be like <laughs> for this imagine like this really terribly uh-huh. obese Ooh. woman come up, comes up to you and she she's not bathed for two weeks okay Ooh. in sol- sweltering oh. humid Singapore okay she's got she's got really terrible fashion sense and she's like she's like then I <laughs> She's like, Dan, I've always wanted you for so long. <laughs> yes. And uh, she wants uh, to fuck that. you really badly. <laughs> assuming that you were single. <laughs> Would you fuck her? Every man is a prize. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you would discriminate. No, I can't right? even get it up. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, so that's discrimination, isn't it? No, no, actually, in that sense, because he didn't have a choice in a matter. <laughs> <laughs> but this kind of, see, this kind of discrimination is the exact kind of discrimination that you find in evolution. Because uh, it's, not, it's, not just, it's not just our species. Every species discriminate. Right? Every species, they go through a courtship ritual. The, the female will say, nah, not, not good enough. And then you they'll jump what, off. And, you, know. you know what I recently found out? Mm. I found out that um, dolphins, uh, female dolphins have amazing vaginas because they have no choice in sex with uh, a group of males. So what happens is uh, male dolphins often gather in a in a group of about four. Yeah, they frequently gang rape like yeah. So yeah, exactly. They They would they would get into a group and then they would fend off other male gangs and then like they will get like one female and then they will just fucking gang rape her and then like the female dolphin. Uh, evolved her vagina so that she has to get into a certain position. So even though she's being raped with a penis, right, like the male dolphin can't actually impregnate her unless she turns over in a certain way and then the penis slips into that special canal where mm. he can fertilize the eggs. Mm. That was mm. really a fas- fascinating point. So that's discrimination also, right? Yeah. Right, she's basically discriminating yes, who is the less, who is the, the the lesser asshole among all these fucking rapists. Also, like female dragonflies, like they drop dead just to avoid like male courtship. Yeah, yeah. So, so <laughs> yeah, there are there, being possum. <laughs> I mean, there, there are so many uh, uh, evolutionary practices practices that not evolutionary Behaviors. practices like courtship practices across different species that allows. Um, either the male or the female to say this male is not healthy enough or that female is not healthy enough. I, I don't want to go through with it. So I think in that example where if, if you know, Dan is unable to get his hot girlfriend yeah, thing up for <laughs> the, the, the lady in question, then it's just it's just evolution at work, man. Alright, enough talk. Time to go around the table. Discrimination, yay or nay. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, first me, discrimination. Yay! Look, um, at the end of the day, right? No, 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 no. <laughs> just no, one word, just one word. Yeah, no, no. Or me. There's no, like. False dilemma. <laughs> what do you do? <laughs> yes. 
Yay. Yay because it's inbuilt. I don't agree with the definition of discrimination. <laughs> <laughs> okay, la, yeah, la, yeah, la. of course, la, we discriminate. We cannot be hypocrites to say we don't. It's based by the definition. Yeah. It's inbuilt. Yeah, but but, but I mean, like, at the end of the day, it's, it's more, how to say, we have to ask, like, we, we've been talking about how, you know, there's so much discrimination prevalent in our daily lives, right? I think the more pertinent question is, why do we think it's evil? Why do we think it's bad? You know, we, we consider in these cases of, of racism, sexism, we consider it's unfair, right? You, you judge people because they were unfairly treated or whatever, mm-hmm. right? But I think, I think for personally, my reason why I think it's okay is because that there are repercussions for doing that. And then that, that they act as a, like a check and control against people acting out these kind of things. Yeah. So, so for example, even you, you can't just go on the street and then and slap some, uh, some people of other races because you don't like them. Because people will, will, will slam you up for it and then you will suffer the consequences. Same, same with companies, same with anything else. So, but your argument yeah. breaks down with the, you know, NG's Rohingya example. Exactly. Except yeah. the state. Yeah. Okay. So on state level, Jala already. There's yeah, no... state, state Jala already. Well, that's why we met on the Students for exactly. Liberty <laughs> seminar, <laughs> which is a bunch of students with uh, libertarian pipe dreams. <laughs> they haven't grown up to be conservative yet. They are just still still libertarians. <laughs> but yes, um, I think overall, of course, this is a topic that's not easily dissected, lah. But I think we can sort of all agree that at some point. Discrimination is bad, and then what? What? Uh, what is the point? What? What is the line that we draw in the sand that says that discrimination is bad? And I've spoken about this at length with my wife, so we discuss it back and forth. Then the 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 line that I came up with right was that it has to be some sort of moral impediment. Like it has to it has to have some morally re- relevant reasons for you to discriminate. So, for example, if I were to discriminate um, between a POSB card holder and a UOB card holder, for example, there's no moral impediment or moral agency in that kind of decision. Like it doesn't, like no one cares, right? Because it doesn't hurt anybody. It's a bit mundane. Uh. Yeah, it's it's fucking boring as shit, right? But if I were to say, uh, Angie, you, you may not join this podcast, right? By virtue of having a, a veg, then uh, having a what? A vegetable. vegetable. <laughs> oh, veg. Yeah, vegetable. <laughs> then uh. Then of course that's that's morally wrong la. I mean I'm just discriminating you um, for no other reason other than your woman. So Okay, which okay, are we gonna end this podcast or can I just go move on to a Move uh, on, move on. Okay, so right now you're talking about like on a person to person basis, right, for discrimination in Not necessarily. In it could be I, on I, a moral or okay, and I will say entity to entity. Basis. Entity, okay. So, for example, right? Um, I've I've read a lot of uh posts on my Facebook wall about people complaining about their dating life. So, uh, I've got a lot of friends who are <laughs> Dan is uh, looking at me with this strange <laughs> weird grin. People interest, human interest. I like human interest. Yes. Stories. Okay. So, um, I've got a lot of friends who are like uh Malay or whatever and they or Indian and they face a lot of discrimination uh during uh when dating online because a lot of people openly put in their profiles, oh no Indians, oh no uh, Malays, oh no short guys, oh uh whatever, whatever. Uh you know Good thing I'm tall and handsome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what else? <laughs> and and like um and so then every time they uh talk about this and they would say that it's not right for people to openly put um, these things on their profiles. But my thought is always that I would rather um, 
see that on someone's profile and know that mm. this person is not compatible with me mm. and um, his values and his ideas and he, he the way that he he be, uh, views life and society is not in line with my own and don't waste my time um, pursuing this person and trying to change his mind about whatever um, qualities that I have that he he wants to discriminate against. For example, I, I see lots of guys. Oh, I want girls under 1.6 meters. And I'm like, oh, I'm automatically excluded. Oh, I only like skinny girls. Oh, I'm also excluded. So, I mean, like, don't waste my time, la, like, right? And also, it also functions as a buffer the other way around. So, let's say I see a girl that says no Indians. Then I might not want to hang out with this girl to begin with because fundamentally, yeah, exactly. even though I'm not Indian, right? Like fundamentally, her values will not be aligned with my values. That's what I mean. So yeah. like, once you see that, you know, oh, this person is a racist. Oh, this person, whatever, whatever. And I think it's perfectly fine for people to put up these sorts of discriminatory um, statements on their profiles when they're dating, so that they can want they can tell people outright whatever they are. Like, so if you're a racist, you're a racist. If you like skinny girls, you like skinny girls. Then. Yeah, you know, I, I think it's perfectly fine. Um, I, I, just, I think it, it just feels terrible when you keep seeing these things pop up again and again. For example, uh, I see lots of profiles of guys. Oh, I would like... Uh, I, I love girls who are kind and gentle. And I'm like, fuck you guys, man. Like, what the hell is like... Okay. You know, I mean... I'm sure you can negotiate with them. Like, with, a, with a knife or a hammer. Yeah, like take a take a knife to their throat and like, what is it that you wanted to say again? Yeah, but like, uh, and and also when you encounter these things again and again, you know how small your market is, uh, and and therefore your pool of dating candidates is very small, as is mine. But it's I think it's a reality that you have to face, lah. Like we are all born differently. There are people who are beautiful and have like, you know, great tits or whatever it is, or or, or great faces. Uh, and of course, they will have higher value on the dating market. And, and it's, a, it's just a fact of life that you have to accept. Is there something to be said about, like for example, when it comes to Tinder, where you have quantifiable characteristics that is on display. So you know how uh, precisely how tall the fella is, how much they're earning, yeah. so and so forth, right? Is there something to be said about that kind of, that level of discrimination as opposed to, let's say for example, like I met my wife at a bar, so she doesn't know how tall I am, not at the point. Like she, like she doesn't know the precise millimeters or centimeters, right? And she doesn't know precisely how much I earn or whatever. There's nothing on display. And is there something to be said about discrimination on one level and discrimination on the other level? So when things are all on the, when all your cards are on the table and you discriminate against that, and nothing is on the table and you discriminate against that, is there some sort of dichotomy? Do you guys think? I'm not quite sure. Like there have been guys that I've gone out and on on dates with that uh we we clicked really well online, you know, all our stats, all the our interests match, you know. Oh my god, we both love Neil Gaiman. <gasps> okay, let's get married and have babies. No, not really. Um and then you meet in real life it's, and it's awkward as fuck, you know? And then there have been guys where like you're like, Okay, I'm not quite sure about this. He likes all these sorts of weird shit and and then you have a really nice date. So I think it's really in the end, about chemistry in real life. But I mean, like discrimination the, in yeah, those. Yeah, but in the those initial regard. discrimination. Uh, I, I I still don't know. I, I as as you can tell, I'm single and have not figured <laughs> this thing out. I'm too old for this dating app shit, so I don't have any response to it. I think there's no difference between having all your cards on the table and and not because sooner or later all the cards are going to be on the table. 
And then yeah. you know. Yeah, I agree that. Yep. Okay, but I, I, I have a, I have a thing to segue into. I mean, if, if there's still time, is there still time? Yeah, yeah. Sure. Okay, so what do you guys have to say to this particular opinion that I've heard? So I've heard this opinion online. Uh, I have mixed feelings towards it. I, I, I tend to agree. I tend to disagree depending on the weather of the day. Okay, so this, 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 this opinion goes as such. Okay, discrimination. The equation always involves power. So somebody who's a minority that has no power cannot discriminate. So John, in the previous example that you gave, that one is not possible. Where if a if a gay bakery discriminates, does not allow you know heterosexual people to 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 uh, you know do business with them, that is not discrimination because uh, as a minority they are powerless. And if you don't have power, you cannot discriminate. What do you have to say to such arguments? That's intersectionality bullshit, and I fucking hate it. <laughs> <laughs> I. Okay, you don't yeah, need. I, you I don't need. Hate it, but what, you what? don't need power to to discriminate. You can discriminate even without power. It's as simple as that. It's nothing to do. I mean, the the okay. Let's just fall back on the definition of our discrimination first, uh. It's just a matter of so called preference. It's just a matter of pointing things out. Pointing things out, they are different. So that's the discrimination that we are talking about here. You can discriminate no matter what. Okay, you don't have to have power in order to discriminate. But to so-called bring that discrimination into effect, right, to, to actually and put some level of enforcement on it or to ensure there's no consequences, right? Okay, that I admit, that, that requires power. But that one is the next level already. That one is to the point where it's a bit egregious. I don't think anybody would say that, okay, let's say for example I'm a police officer and I discriminate against a certain group of people. If let's say on a day-to-day basis, right, I just look at them, I just don't like them, or maybe I just talk to them a bit with a bit of attitude, then nothing nothing happens, right? It's just a personal-to-personal relationship. But if I were to take out my baton and start swinging at them by virtue of their race, then that is my power. I'm enforcing, the, I'm really leveraging on the power that I have over these people. First of all, they cannot hit back. Second of all, it's my word against theirs. Okay, then, yes, that one is next level already. But... I don't think you require power to discriminate. Or I mean, that's my point. It's, it's actually, uh, I I think there's something to be said about what about uh, what Dan brought up, because it's basically another way of saying beggars can't be choosers, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you know, you you think about it, you will, will then don't be a beggar. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, which 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 brings back to the point we made earlier about like you know if there's some something some very very peculiar thing that someone hits you for, then just don't do it, you know, or something like that. But yeah, that but but now let's talk about the immutable things: uh, being gay, being Indian, being Chinese. Okay, let's not talk about the. Let's not put choice into this. Then what happens then? Mm. So if let's say I want to go to a gay bar and someone stops me at a gay bar, they say no straight people allowed. Even though they are so-called historically oppressed and they stop me at the door. So who has the power here? What is the nature of power that we're talking about? The bouncer has power over me because they can stop me at the door. But then if you talk about me as a straight person historically oppressing them, then do, do, do they still count as discrimination? The problem is when you factor this power thing. Like power is such a weird word, right? It's, it's, just, influence, it's just influencing someone's uh, choice of actions. That's it. Mm-hmm. Either you're either you're limiting it or you're expanding it. There's like, no there's no real like if I don't I don't imagine it having a having a real effect or having a a, a a it's not something that we can quantify easily. You see, it becomes something that people just throw around because it's an easy thing for them to to talk about. But it's not 
something that like it's, it's like I said, the the a straight person going to a gay bar. See, so who has the power there? Then let's look at it the other way. Let's say for example, feminists has always uh, insist like some branch of feminism has insisted that uh, taking off your clothes in front of ma- in front of the camera uh, empowers you, and another branch of feminism says no, it doesn't empower you. This empowers you. So which is it, right? On the one hand, the the model who takes off her clothes gets money, and she influences the actions of some young pubescent teenager, <laughs> right, and a box of tissue. But on the other hand, she's naked, vulnerable in front of other group of men. So is she power? Is she empowered or disempowered? And actually, taking what Dan said uh, further about intersectional intersectionality and. Uh, power right like there's a lot of um, talk about how the minorities cannot be racist because they have no power Mm. Um, but you see a lot of examples of racism from especially in the US where you know this intersectionality thing is running like is rampaging across um, the liberal states right Um, you see a lot of instances of black people particularly where they say all kinds of crazy stuff about white people and then claiming that they can't they are not racist because yeah, an oppressed minority. And, you know, that to me is a bit crazy. La. Like, for example, this uh, this person who have... Whatever person, for example, like a Malay person in Singapore saying like, all kinds of shit about Chinese people and then claiming, oh, I can't be racist. What? This is not racist. I have no power. Like, where does it stop? This it's, just sort a, of claim it's just a cheap power. cop-out. La. I mean, the, there's no real argument in that, mm. in that line of thinking, I think. Mm. Yeah, um, that I don't agree with. <laughs> what do you think, Jerry? Yes and no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to think. Uh, right, right now, it's. I think the the thing that we cannot get away from is uh, the whole concept of discrimination. Everyone does discriminate, so you know there's always, you, you know how it is, right? Like people always joke about, yeah, this uh, this joke might be a little bit racist, and you know, it's a racist joke is coming, so. <clears throat> <laughs> it's what's that disclaimer <laughs> no but th- that's the thing the, the disclaimer actually makes it even more racist right so uh, to, mm. to me ah, really so- sometimes it does to me everyone everyone does discriminate and um, I think the, the, the issue about discrimination would be whether or not like what I think what John says uh, whether or not your your discrimination actually affects someone's uh, ability to do do certain things I guess you know yeah. and and that those are the big ticket things that you need to look at lah. like you know the smaller discrimination things like and especially if you don't act out does it really matter one of the things that I never actually understand is when for example um, lots of women bitch about Victoria's Secrets only having like very very really amazingly fit and hot women on their Victoria's Secret show oh right? my what oppression yeah exactly <laughs> and then they're like oh my god they don't feature hot like you know fat women they don't uh, plus size women or women of color blah 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 and then I'm like but why do you still spend money on Victoria's Secrets like why do you still choose to support them if you disagree with their practices fucking go support a brand that endorses what you're seeing. You know, like, there's so many brands out there who feature plus-size women like that you Dove. can throw your money at. Yeah. yeah, so, like, why do you insist that this company have to, like, bend to, uh, you know, your version of whatever fuck that you're endorsing uh, instead of throwing your money where your mouth is at 
and then making that company big enough to rival something like Victoria's Secret. I just don't fucking understand this line of thinking. Like, fuck off. It's, it's just called virtue signaling. Yes, Basically. there you go. <laughs> it, it annoys me a lot. Like, because there are so many like good brands out there, you know, uh, with all these like, you know what, eco-friendly lah, you know, plus-size-friendly lah, whatever, that you can support. But no, you want to buy the Louis Vuitton, you want to force them to blah, blah, blah. Like, why? You are buying overpriced products. Supporting brands that are spending tons and shit tons of money on advertising with all these, uh, what, skinny women in parading around, like showing off their hot body. And then you're like, oh, I don't like this, but I want your clothes. Why? Uh, intersectionality. <laughs> this is this is like status symbols, right? You buy from Victoria's Secrets, but you don't buy from what Lorella. Exactly. Or... <laughs> the the because Lorella is a generic more model. And... Yeah, because you you want Victoria's <laughs> Secrets precisely because the models are so fucking hot, right? You look at them and then oh my god, I want to be that. And then that's what is Victoria's Secrets. All right, like you are forcing the brand to change the brand so that uh you, it fulfills whatever um shit that you have inside your head. And then after that, after doing that... Stop oppressing me, Angie. Fuck off. Yeah, so, but after doing that, the brand you is no longer thin the privilege. <laughs> I'm not thin. You're, Have you? You're you're fuck off. You're trampling over my fat lizard people rights. <laughs> Actually, yeah, this whole skinny issue on Tinder, like, I don't know, man. This skinny thing. Can I just say something very crude on the podcast? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, okay. So all of you guys, right? Okay, okay, okay. Oh, the first time ever, hey. <laughs> wow. Okay, okay. I want everybody to do this. Audiences, please do this with me, okay? What you do is that you clap your hands, but your palms hit your palms like this. Do it. Okay. Okay, right? Okay, right? Okay. Next, I want you to put your knuckles, your fist, and your fist strike your fist. Ha! 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 Come on! Come on, man. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, this whole thing about skinny girls. I mean, like, oh, <laughs> oh, I see you. What? what the fuck? I believe I've got my point across adequately. <laughs> Other than Jerry, who, de- who doesn't seem to hurt while doing that, actually, my knuckles hurt a lot. You know what I've been? I, I've always heard from guys. I'm like, you know, what, actually, guys don't like skinny girls. No, I don't. I don't. I think no. I think that's a minority. Yeah, I don't. But the, why then do I see oh, all these like? Like, okay, we like girls that is adequately fleshed out. Of course, we don't want Fat. skin and bones. Neither do we want morbidly obese. Mm-hmm. Like, just the comfortable, you know, the 30 to 35% body fat range, I think is okay. The, like, the 40 and above, I think is a bit... It's not for me. For other guys, maybe they like it. I don't... But I, who am I to judge, right? So, I think for most guys that I know, they, they prefer that kind of range as well. And it's like the normal female body range also, right? Thick! <laughs> <laughs> wow, oh, Jerry, you know the Jerry, words! Jerry oh just got goodness. it. Wow! <laughs> okay, ladies and gentlemen, you have no uh, no excuses. If Jerry knows the, the word of the day, you, you guys must know what the What did he just say? Thick. Thick. Oh, T-H-I-C-C. Jerry, you're so like... He only knows because his wife told him my friend. Yeah, pretty much. His wife is so young and he's so old. Yeah, but this 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 whole talk about discrimination, I feel like it, it ends a very like not nice taste in my mouth. Yeah, here have yeah. a have a fisherman's friend. <laughs> okay. You feel icky all over then. Yeah, I feel like yeah, it's, it's I mean there's no conclusion. Not, our conclusions still remain the same, don't they? You know. There was no conclusion. Sorry, don't you think we learned something today about discrimination? About about ourselves as humans? 
But but how we just nasty fucking people. The sooner we come yeah. to the realization, the better. Like so, John, I think what's cool is that even though you are you are a discriminatory person, <laughs> I'm a nasty piece of work. Yeah, but you, you see, you know that live example where you were looking at oh all these people they're the same group. You are aware of it. I think being aware of, of our nastiness is what's important to the first step to to you know improving things. Nah, it's never gonna improve. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? What was that word you guys oh, talking about? You virtual guys. signaling. Okay. Virtual signaling. Which yeah. It's not gonna improve. Like, no matter how aware I am, like awareness doesn't change anything. I think it does. Like, um, I have been in like some sort, like some times I've gone into like altercations with random strangers, and I've thought like really <laughs> nasty things. Wait, wait, hang on a second. You, you got to altercation with random strangers. strangers. <laughs> What yeah. the fuck? Hey John, you also got to do it, okay? That time at my exhibition, I saw you getting involved with a couple of strangers and you were arguing with them, okay? You also got to do it, okay? Random <laughs> <laughs> like, for example, someone cuts your queue, right? And then you go and, like, something okay, with fine. them. Continue your story, please. Yeah, and then, like, immediately I think something, like, incredibly discriminatory. And then, in the back of my head, uh, while, while I'm doing that, I immediately know that I'm being a fucking, like, racist or what, or mm. country is or whatever person. Yeah, and. Sure. Yeah, or nationalist. And then, yeah, <laughs> what do you call it? Uh? But at the, at, at the same time, because I am aware of it, I know that I'm being an asshole. And I have also had really good experiences with people of whatever X nationality. So that, you know, brings you out of that kind of assholic frame of mind. You know, you're like, okay, this person is just an asshole. It's not this entire country person. Uh, like, no, this entire country is not like this person. Right. Um. I mean, and assholes exist in every country, mm. and I can be an asshole as well. Right. So, like, I think being aware is kind of important, rather than you just keep on going. Yeah, because I had this bad, um, you know, run in with this particular ex person. Therefore, all the ex people are like that. Right. You know what's funny is I've I've got my own run ins before, but. I never have the opportunity to act out because mm. like, you know, back in your head, right? It's like, if this fucker cut my queue, I'm going to fucking hold him ready. I'm going to hold him ready. <laughs> then he goes to the back to the for queue to join the queue. Mm. Then you're like, fuck. <laughs> you're like, hyping yourself up, you know. Then, then he goes back to the end of the queue and he joins the queue. Like, oh, he's just Jerry is to... severely repressed. Yeah, I am, you know. He's just waiting for some <laughs> motherfucker to cut his queue. Yeah. And he's going to oh, bash man, try me, man. No, don't, there don't, was don't, one sorry. time, like, I, I got my queue cut. And then I was so <clears throat> upset. I was like really upset. <clears throat> and then I was like, in my head, I was thinking for like 30 seconds whether I should confront this person. Okay, actually this group of people. Because it was just me against them, <clears throat> right? Even though the rest of the people behind me in the queue, they also got cut queue. <clears throat> like, but it wasn't immediately in front of them, right? Uh, and I also know that if I do actually uh, confront the group, no one's going to back me up, for sure. Oh no. Yeah, so I was like thinking for 30 seconds and I'm like, fuck, I cannot let this go. And then I just went to confront them. <laughs> and then they turned around and they had the cheek to like deny cutting my queue, you know. They're like, no, we were here all along. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? How thick is your skin? So I said that out. How thick is your skin? They were like, no, we've always been here. And then I, I saw that they were all wearing crosses on their necks. Good. And then good. I said, oh, I no, said, I can't believe I said that. <laughs> I said Oh Jesus teaches you like that uh. Jesus teaches you No I just said I just wow. said that um, God will know the truth wow. <laughs> Yeah and then oh, I just no. left it at that And then they left the queue And I was like okay Oh, oh You found a weak point And you stabbed of it You course. stabbed right in Oh my goodness Not bad not bad not bad I also see not bad, not bad. I'm very um, experienced I'm fighting random strangers <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Only if they, give, if they give me cause to Can you like uh, Coach Jerry In case he hurts himself Yeah yeah I think I th- I Just wait for the you. Just just wait with him I think Jerry Will just say it in his head He'll like project it Astro project <laughs> it to them And be like This is what I want to say to you Honestly I've, I've not had a, had a Situation where I had to do that Like every time I'm like really hyped up To do something They <laughs> went to the back of the queue I'm like I don't know okay. I I I've always been sent to do these things like by my other friends like Angie you see that person he's flashing at the penguins he's not supposed to, to take the flashes and then I'll go up to them excuse me there's a sign you know it says like do not flash the penguins or shit like that so you're like whatever it's just, just fate uh. actually Jerry is the most you know martially inclined of us all with his uh, <laughs> he's got military guns. backing yeah he shoots people every day like what do you do <laughs> he's got paintball guns yeah he's got I, I don't want to say <laughs> You didn't hear anything Okay Are we, are we, are we, are we about to finish our Does anybody else has, has anything to say About uh, discrimination? Should we have uh, Let Danny get the yeah. last word? Yeah Danny should yes. get the last word As our guest um, I mean I, I don't really have much to say we, We've basically covered A lot of the points already So people are nasty beings A lot of us discriminate However If you know If, if some of you are outraged At this fact And think you know It's the call Crying call for, for regulation Or whatever Please don't we social customs market forces we we have ways of uh, fighting back against discrimination and this acts as the check and balance against discrimination this is the reason why no one even though a lot of us have whole discriminatory ideas we don't just go and act it out randomly on the street it's because we know that we have repercussions to pay for it that's basically it i'm fine with it because you know it's it's under control basically yeah John's magical moments. Okay, John, you go ahead. Unless then you have one. Uh, I always will have one, but I want to hear yours. Okay. Choose one. You, yourself, will never discriminate again, but everybody in the world will always discriminate. Or, you will always discriminate, but everybody else in the world will never discriminate again. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Can I go first? Okay. Sure. I will always want to be able to discriminate. <laughs> Same. Yeah, same. That gives you all the power. I think it'd be very boring. But then you're the, but then you are the like the biggest asshole. Like you'll be the Hitler of the world. Mm. That's fine. I don't have to act out on my discrimination, right? No, you are. You are. You will be acting out on. Your okay, okay. Like you, if nobody else discriminates, and you're the only fucker who discriminates, right? Then that's a tell, right? Like everybody knows that you're something wrong with you. You're evil motherfucker, right? It probably put me in a mental wait, institution. Wait, if they see the thing is, if they don't, they don't discriminate. They probably put me in a mental well, institution. No, they know you're discriminating. Like they, they will they take any like actions against you, or are you it's like the a, leader of the world? But, but how no, do you how not. do you know you're you're, big, you're discriminating? Because no, you, you can know. say no. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone else is okay, okay, yeah, okay. okay. <laughs> it's like the it's like the movie. I think the invention of lying. Have you ever yeah, seen yeah. that before? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Was that? Was that? It's basically the, the, the whole premise of the movie, right? Is that everyone cannot lie. Everyone tells the truth, except for the, the main character. Is that by Louis C.K.? No, 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 it's a Ricky, Ricky, Ricky Gervais. Gervais. Yeah. Oh, Ricky Gervais. Okay, yeah. right. It's like that, right? But then the other people don't know he's lying, right? Yeah. yeah. But oh. you're not, okay. we're not lying, we're discriminating. I would want to discriminate. I don't care if I, you know, I'm an asshole. You're the Hitler of the world. And... No, but see, if, if, if no one gets to discriminate, right? Even the most mundane things, right? It's like, 
you know, I, I really want a chocolate cake, but they yeah, only yeah, have yeah, orange yeah. fudge. Yeah, I want okay, the best okay. chocolate. I want the best. You know, when I pay, I want the best chocolate. I want the best chicken chop. I want the best girl. I want the best computer to work with. I want the. Okay, no. And then when that when that obese girl slobbering after you. Yeah, I have to say no. <laughs> I have to say no. Yeah. My life will be ruined. And then, and then the moment you say no, right? And then everybody's gonna look at you like, <laughs> oh, no. what a bigot! Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! Then say no. No, 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 wait, wait. What, no. What if they? What if they think they don't know the meaning of no? No, what they do. They know. They would. They would know, right? But so they would just never say it. They would just never say it. it. It's like everyone just hides their discrimination. You are the only one who's like, nah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sorry, world. I love myself too yeah, much. I love same. myself more than you. <laughs> <laughs> Unanimous decision. Actually, you know what? Actually, you know what? That yes. by by choosing the latter, right? We actually love the world more than ourselves. So now everyone is equal. No one discriminates. We are the assholes. You make it sound like so self-sacrificing, Jerry. Virtue signaling. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. Okay, okay. So you really if you care. want to paint it like that, sure. <laughs> That's how you see it. You're not Jesus, you're Hitler, okay? <laughs> so why would you choose that, uh, John? Yeah. Oh no, of course I dis- of course I get to discriminate. Lah. <laughs> yeah, I mean no one is no one five wants to give five. up no one wants to give up their sovereignty, right? Like yeah. or the, the the ability to make decisions for yourself. So I mean the main thing is I hope that to the people who are who have listened to this far, <laughs> if you understand the choices that you've made, right, then you are able to extrapolate and then bring it out to every single individual on this planet. What does that even mean? Means everybody want to fucking discriminate and leave. Oh, okay. Nobody <laughs> wants to say yes to banging every. <laughs> All right, I guess I guess that's it. Mm-hmm. Can we can we call out to our audiences, especially those who feel discriminated, or especially the minorities out there who think that we are a bunch of privileged. Uh, people who discriminate all the time and that it's wrong, or if you are idealists out there like me who feel uncomfortable with this uh, topic, please uh, leave your comments in the in the SoundCloud bar or on Facebook or on YouTube. That's where we are at, and uh, uh, let us know where we are wrong. We we love to argue with you. Check out the Economical Rice podcast. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. so so yeah. Thank thanks for thanks again, guys, for having me on as an honorary honorary Long Kang Kitty. It's been a real pleasure talking about. This. Thank, thank you for coming. Yeah. yeah. Thank you for coming. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for coming, mate. That's it.